Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the Battery Street Studios of KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Tuesday, November 30th. If that sound makes you impulsively reach for your phone with some combination of excitement, anticipation, and perhaps even dread, then you have Jack Dorsey to thank. Trust me, speaking from experience here. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt, and I've been a Twitter addict since 2008. On Tuesday, Dorsey announced he's stepping down as Twitter's CEO, leaving the company he co-founded more than 16 years ago right here in the Bay Area. Replacing him is Parag Argawal, who's been with Twitter since 2011 and has been the company's chief technology officer since 2017. This was Dorsey's second stint as CEO at Twitter. He was fired from the head job back in 2008, but returned as chief executive in 2015. In an email the Twitter employees posted on Dorsey's at Jack Twitter account with its more than 5.9 million followers, Dorsey said, quote, I believe it's critical a company can stand on its own, free of its founder's influence or direction, end quote. So why now? And what does it mean for Silicon Valley and the cutthroat social media industry? I connected with KCBS Radio Business Editor Jason Brooks to find out. KCBS Radio Business Editor Jason Brooks is here with me to talk a little bit about this news. I'm intrigued by it, Jason, because the name Jack Dorsey is one of, like, the Mount Rushmore names of Silicon Valley. Well, he's truly a social media visionary. Uh, he co-founded Twitter back in 2006 with Biz Stone, Evan Williams, and Noah Glass, and grew the company into the powerhouse that it is now. So you've got to give Jack Dorsey a lot of credit for that. But he also created Square, which is a growing fintech, and he has shared CEO roles between the two companies. And that has clearly been an issue with a lot of people over the past few years. That He's the CEO of two different companies. Who could pull that off? Mm. And he did it for six years, but that is no longer the case as he's stepping down from Twitter. So that's the reason that it seems like he's stepping down. I, he did not expressly give a reason in his resignation that he posted on Twitter. He simply said that he believes it's time for Twitter to be led by other people than its founders. Mm -hmm. But Square is where his passion has been. He came back to Twitter in 2015. People have to remember that he was Twitter's first CEO. In 2008, he was fired. I mean, Jack Dorsey has a lot of interest in life. Uh, he didn't show up at work a lot of times in the first go around, and he got canned for that. Uh, but he came back in 2015 because Twitter was struggling, and he replaced Dick Costolo at the time, and it worked out great for the stock. Twitter's stock has risen 85% since Dorsey came back in 2015, but he was also the CEO of Square, and that company has simply grown a whole lot faster than Twitter has during that time. Uh, Square's got about a $100 billion market cap. It's like twice the market cap of Twitter. More than twice the market wow. cap. Wow. And the thing about uh, Jack is that he is big into cryptocurrency. He is one of the biggest 
crypto evangelists out there. Uh, he's incorporated Bitcoin into Square. Uh, he wants to develop a Bitcoin mining operation mm. through Square. It wants to decentralize Bitcoin uh, to the point where it, it's easy for everybody to use around the world. It's not controlled by any one organization. Uh, it, that's really been his big business passion. I don't think that Twitter over the past few years has been much of a passion. In fact, I mean, Dorsey's found himself in so many controversies, whether it was banning Trump yeah. or having to deal with conservatives saying that, you know, Twitter favors liberals. I don't think Dorsey really wanted to wade into that, but that's where he found himself. And I don't think that's really what he wanted to be doing. There are going to be a lot of rejoicing on the right side of the political spectrum that this guy's out. I would have to say that there are probably a lot of people on the right that would be happy. Uh, a lot of conservatives, any Trump supporters out there, were not happy with Jack Dorsey for banning Trump. And Trump was the most popular tweeter right. during those years. I mean, that was a big move for Twitter to all of a sudden ban the most popular person that's on your space. But he did that. And no doubt there are going to be people that are going to rejoice in that. I don't think that they're going to get anything out of Parag Agrawal. He's the new CEO. He was the chief technology officer for several years. I don't think he's going to do anything that's going to please anybody on the right to, to make up for anything that they think is a misgiving towards the right from Dorsey during all sure. of that time. But certainly the right is not going to be a fan of Dorsey, so they probably don't mind seeing him go. Why did Wall Street react the way it did to, to this news? Jack, Jack Dorsey announces that he's going to step down, and we see the, the stock just take off. Initially, the stock did take off, went up by double digits. It shot higher. The, the stock was then uh, halted for trading, pending the news of the CEO. That's what tends to happen. And I think initially people got excited. I, there have been a lot of people that have wanted Dorsey gone, not, not just people on the right, but a lot of big investors. Elliott Management is one of the biggest investors in Twitter. They tried to push Dorsey out last year. They just thought that he was dividing his time between Square and Twitter. Yeah. And it wasn't fair to Twitter because he's obviously got a lot of interest in Square and in developing Bitcoin uh, through Square. Uh, attention was not on Twitter. So people are excited that Twitter is going to have some new management. They did stay in-house, though. And while it's a safe move, there won't be a learning curve for a growl. Uh, the question is, does a technology guy translate into a strategist? Right. And I think there's some on Wall Street that have that question now. And Last look, uh, Twitter stock was down a little bit, so it gave up all of those gains from earlier. And Twitter stock, frankly, has been in a tailspin since uh, middle of July. It's lost about a third of its value during that time. So the stock has been languishing. Uh, of course, there are a lot of questions involving social media, both in the U.S. and in Europe, and new regulations on the way. But uh, it remains to be seen what a growl brings to the table as far as future strategy goes for Twitter. And that's what investors are curious about right now. And they've had some hits and misses. I mean, Fleet, they ended up kicking that thing out. They've done. They've tried some e-commerce things in the newsfeed that, that haven't worked out. There really hasn't been much product development with Twitter beyond kind of what it is, aside from expanding from 140 characters, really. Yeah, I mean, they're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall, see what sticks. Not much of it has. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the, the simplest and easiest thing Twitter could do that would probably at least make their, uh, their Twitter users happy and maybe stoke some interest on Wall Street, uh, put an edit button in your tweet. Thank you, Jason. So, so you can actually edit your Thank tweet. Thank you. I mean, my first tweet this morning, I, I spelled <laughs> Omicron totally wrong. <laughs> And it's out there. You can't do anything about that except admit that you spelled it wrong. I'm like, man, I wish yeah. I had an edit function. Uh, we'll see if a growl does that. He, he's a tech guy. He could easily do it if he wanted to. I'm, I'm with you. Here, here. Jason Brooks, great information. Appreciate it as always. It's been a blast.
Thanks again to my KCBS Radio colleague, Jason Brooks. He's on Twitter, at Brooks KCBS Radio. So am I, at Matt Pittman. That's two T's in Matt, one T in Pittman. And so is the Bay Current podcast, at Bay Current. We'll follow you back. If you enjoy Bay Current, please subscribe on the Odyssey app, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. And you can catch each episode of Bay Current on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. I've put a link in the show notes. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 